Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite show on the internet, Bro Duder. In today's episode, Dan and Tyler continue their debate, creationism versus atheism. So without wasting any more of your time, let's get right into this bullshit. Would you say for evolution to make sense, uh, for ev- or atheism to make sense, something had to come from nothing? I would. It's not nothing, or mm-hmm. it's not. It's just by nothing. The words are hard to to portray the idea of it because yeah. there are a lot of connotations between nothing and something. Something unmeasurable or unobservable came mm-hmm. from that for, to what we know now there's just a veil of time that we can't look past. Yeah. So whether or not it's just a chain of universes that go and implode and explode, or it's part of a multiverse or it's a simulation from a, another thing. Or perhaps a a creator. (laughs) Perhaps, but there's no evidence. Hmm. So like if you can get evidence, I would change my mind. But as it stands, the way things are, from what my understanding of how the universe and how the world works, there is no evidence. Um, a creationist would say, look around. Everything you can see with your eyes and breathe with your lungs, you could s- smell. Every single thing around us is evidence. That's kind of my take on it. It's just... It's so hard for me. It's like I watched a documentary one time and it shows basically the chance, the random chance of, or for evolution, the chance for evolution and atheism to be correct would be this synonymous with a bolt of light, lightning striking a tree and creating the Webster's dic- dictionary out of it. You know, it's they're just... really, really loaded <laughs> questions like the uh, monkeys yeah. in a typewriter thing. There's, oh, a yeah, of, there's a lot of there's a lot of those out there that type out like the, the script to a Julie or Romeo ad absurdum Julia. arguments. Yeah, it's it, it's a it's a complex topic. My biggest gripe with atheism and evolutionism is the elitist more like the elitist elitist moral high ground that we're some more of these rational guys than take. you. Yeah, it's like oh, the, you the believe in atheist. Christianity and creationism. <laughs> they laugh with each other and. <laughs> how could you be such a fucking idiot, you know, kind of a thing. Whereas, I mean, maybe it's just my bias, but with creationism and Christianity, it's not as much like that. Like, there's not that. It's like, here's the Bible. Take it for what it is. If you don't want it, that's fine. Do your own thing. In your circles. But there are lots of other circles out there of people saying the most ridiculous things Mm -hmm. in under the Bible's yeah, umbrella. I would agree. There's a lot of people out there. That, so the lady, many predators. Uh, can we get a clip from uh, the lady, Stephen, any one of them? Over I'm there? trying to help you, motherfucker. Like that. <laughs> Can't you see that, you son of a bitch? <laughs> There's people like that that just, they make 
real quote unquote real Christians or creationists look bad, and they yeah it's it's unfortunate, but there's plenty of people out there that interpret the Bible in a wrong way or well like Benjamin Franklin had his version of the Bible where mm-hmm. he went and he chopped off all the miracles, cut them out of the Bible, literally yeah. cut them out and did it. Like I said, people who cherry pick, you know, and I, I don't believe in that. You know, he also owned slaves too, I think. Yeah. Right? But then, yeah, he, yeah, he, a lot of them owned slaves. A lot of them were deists like, rather than Christians. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You have to think the back in that time, it was like the norm. It was the norm. And, if you really want to try to get weird. inside it's a of a very weird norm. It is a very Imagine. weird norm, yeah. But the Bible says it's okay. Yeah, I got my slave back here. There are a bunch of rules on how to treat your slaves in the I, Bible. I know. I'm not, like I said, I'm not the most, I can't just pull out random verses and whatnot. But there is uh, like a dissecting factor between the Old Testament and the New Testament. There it, is. Yeah, it depends on the flavor, it depends on the interpretation. Yeah, there's scriptures. Old covenant, new covenant. Exactly. Stuff. There's scriptures in there that kind of rationalize Old Testament scriptures and whatnot. There's something that connects the two and makes the the Old Testament make more sense because there is a lot of weird shit in there. Um, uh, like the people who fornicate or get caught fornicating and whatnot, they get stoned to death. A lot of weird shit that is obviously God not in effect. to kill yeah. children because are, they made fun of it, his prophet and called him bald. Well, it's, yeah, what, what, it's obviously not in effect in today's uh political climate in today's culture not even political climate it's just not in practice whereas in other religions for, for you like, and your idea there are definitely people out there in power who definitely think that some of these rules definitely apply and i would say in the vast 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 majority of contemporary christianity that isn't the case i would say that's more so true with other religions like islam where if you get if you're gay, you get stoned to death. But that you know? I think that's the equivalent to the Christian outliers. There's is is but the they're like the, the most hardcore Christian outlier that I can think of right now would be like the Westboro Baptist Church, the Preach ones that it. hold the signs "God hates fags" or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. that's like the most hardcore I can think of in terms of Christianity. Which, if it comes between seeing a guy with a sign on the street that says "God hates fags." Or being stoned to death because you're gay. What about the I mean, uh, like Planned Parenthood bombings and harassment there? Those are pretty commonplace and yeah, but horrible. That is pretty horrible. Were they? I mean, nine eleven horrible. Not I don't that many. So. Not that not, not that kind of body count. Yeah. So, like I said, the vast majority of contemporary Christians don't follow those. Old Testament scripture or the just the this old I don't know what you would call it but there's a lot of weird shit in the Old Testament and nobody's really living by those rules today at least in civilized you know Orthodox Jews world yeah Orthodox Jews that's one thing yeah uh, that's something I'm, I'm totally not qualified to talk I don't about. even know what they believe in they believe basically if you're the, an Orthodox Jew law. that Jesus never came yeah. the first time they're still mm. waiting for the first coming of Christ. And Jesus was just an imposter, pretty much. That's about how much I know about Orthodox they, they're, they follow the rules. They obey the Sabbath. There are a bunch of rules of whatnot mm. they can do. Oh, 
Is Ben Shapiro orthodox? Because I think he turns his cell phone off on Sundays. Like he doesn't use technology or something. It's I'm pretty sure he, is. he wears it on or some, whatever in the weekends or something oh, like that. Could be. Um, but there are varying levels. Just like there are different breeds and versions of Christianity. You got your Catholics, your Mormons, your Trophies Witnesses, your Pentecostals, your Baptists, your whatever. Um, they're all sort of like Calvary their Catholic. version, their interpretation of the Bible and Christianity. Um, as they go and branch and somebody interprets it this way and then branches off, there are that different sects of, of Judaism as well with different levels of those who wear yarmulkes all the time or those who uh, follow the most hardcore. Those the most hardcore are the Orthodox Jews. Mm. So it could be somewhere in between. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but they're like, they can't do work on the Sabbath uh, outside or they, they can't like turn light switches on. So they're like, there are Jews who pay Gentiles to turn light switches on for themselves. Interesting. So going back to, uh, the Big Bang Theory, so that's what you believe, right? The Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's current evidence says the Big Bang. Um, I think someone asked before. So before the Big Bang Theory, I think you you asked what existed before. What do you think existed before? You just don't know? Don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Not even Christians. Like Christians but something uh, had to have ex- existed before. Don't know. Was it a little bean in the universe? Well, the Big Bang started off as like an infinitely small thing. And then from out of that exploded everything. But that also, space-time also came out of that explosion. So well, it's a well, really hard right, concept. Right, so what it's was not, in there? That's not so much that the small, like we see small, we're just really bad at perception of that kind of idea. idea, mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. So it just is that's the point of beginning of our observable universe. Mm. I don't know. Uh, I had one of those moments where uh, I was with my kids one, one time and I was just looking at, I was looking at them. I was like, oh, I created these two little guys, these two little fuckers. And <laughs> <laughs> just running around. <clears throat> and I started thinking about, you know, like the blood flowing through my veins and everything and how it pumps blood to the heart and the heart or uh, uh, the the heart pumps blood all throughout my veins. The veins, you know, basically gives life to all my organs. And it's, it's we're like machines we're like rope or like yeah, organic like machines, organic machines. And I had and I, I was thinking there's no way this was random. There's no way someone had to have meticulously designed human beings. How can that be random? There's, this uh, there's brings eye, up a good there's, point. Uh, there's eyeballs for us to see. There's no, uh, we have noses to smell. It's crazy. But my my personal belief is, I just don't know. I could it could be creative design. There's a lot of to me. There's a lot of signs. I mean, I'm to, me, me being evidence. The more like, educated, the more understanding it, it would make more sense to you. I just think there's a there's like almost a veil of understanding of you have to get into the nuance, the new, the underlying. Uh, systems and understanding where evolution and moved and changed because eyes eyes have designed have parallel of darwin even talked about that right the human eye yeah the like human that. eye is was very complex but yeah. there are different versions of eyes mm-hmm. that they've evolved parallel in different sort of things that we've seen things that just take in single protons and just kind of show shadows and whatnot so that those who had the eye that takes in the photons this this one cell that takes a, a, a photon and shows lights this way dark as that way 
they could find food better. They evolved. So the mutations that, hey, that one sees a little better. This one sees a little better over eons. Those eyes developed into the thing that had the best eyes, had the best, had the most kids and ate the most food. Mm -hmm. So that's how eyes were designed. It wasn't purposeful. So on the topic of eyes, I don't know how true this is, but I remember researching this way back in the day. I used to be like, this was my shit. Mm -hmm. Evolution versus creationism. I remember being that. on that side. And yeah, I mean, this was my thing. I loved it. I loved debating. watching debates and whatnot, you know, between, uh, what's his you name? You know Dawkins. who Ken Ham is? I don't know that name. I remember uh, so he's a well -known, Dawkins. Uh, Ken Ham is the, the young earth creationist crazy man from New Zealand, Australia, who built the Ark. In, oh yeah in kentucky <laughs> i remember hearing something about that but yeah on the topic remember, of eyes this is a perfect transition right here and tell me i don't know if you'll know this, if this is true but this is what i remember being true uh, i looked it up there's a a little excerpt right here it says charles darwin for anyone who doesn't know who charles darwin is <laughs> he's the creator of evolutionism and the book what natural selection and yeah. origin of species i think yeah, origin of species the uh, the 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 guy who brought the theory of evolution to the forefront of modern society. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the freaking Eddie Van Halen of evolutionism. <laughs> you know, he's the the guy. Uh, so Charles Darwin considered the evolution of the human eye one of the toughest problems in his theory had, or his theory had to explain. In on the origin of species, he wrote that the idea that natural selection could produce such an intricate organ seems, I freely confess, absurd in the highest degree possible. But this is like 1800s yeah. level science. We've come a long way in, in our observation and, and research and understanding of evolutionary biology that mm -hmm. now we, we know a bit more and it's not absurd. It's general consensus yeah. on the scientific community. Yeah, so I mean... You say general consensus as it's just common knowledge. Like the theory, of, the theory of gravity. Yeah, I know. But we've or discovered. Or around Earth. <laughs> yeah, we've discovered the origin of all life. We've answered it. There's no need to continue looking. No, we can always continue looking. I know, but I mean, just the idea that atheism and evolution produce that. Oh, we we've, we know the answers. We're good. We, we, there's no, no that, God 100%. We know for a fact. There is not one that is shred. not that is absolutely not what atheism is. But this is. is this is my take on it because, like I said, every time I've like looked something up or you read the comment sections on these videos, like it's just it's discussed as like you said, Bigotry. it's discussed like gravity. It's common knowledge. We don't need to. There's no one debating on whether gravity exists or not, you know, mm. or the theory or like round Earth. That's a like that's a pretty funny one because there actually is the people debating yeah, the, the whether it's earth. round or flat. But it's a very small subset of yeah. of gullible people. Yeah, there's just a, a common theme with evolution and atheism, like, oh yeah, this is the answer. We we know the answer to all life and the origin of, of everything. That is you know? that is that's the kind opposite. of how I feel about it. But I'm not on your that's, side, the, so that's how that's how everyone on, on the creationism side kind yeah. of feels, I feel like. We feel that way about the creationism. Every answer comes back to, because God did it, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean. But within the atheist community, within the scientific community, we are always looking for that next answer, for that next piece of evidence to reevaluate our, our conclusions. Mm -hmm. Our conclusions 
currently with the evidence we have is what lands on no God and evolution. Mm -hmm. But there will always be a chance for, for new, there's always people looking. We're large Hadron Collider looking back closer to what the, what would we like at the big bang finding new particles and what would have been the, the circumstances in the first few seconds of the universe. Yeah. We're always looking for those answers and more info and, have a clear understanding of the universe we live in. So the more we find out about that, the clearer picture, the more we do the, the scientific consensus over the years has been the more we find out, the more clear evolution and the theory of the big bang have become more and more clear uh, the more mm -hmm. evidence we uncover. Yeah. Um, damn. Oh yeah. I had, an, I had another point, but we can get back to that. So, uh, there was another thing. Oh, wait, with with Darwin, while we were on the subject of that, uh, I don't know how true this is, but there was a. I remember reading a while back that he, on his deathbed, there's he, a lot of deathbed confessions. Yeah, I don't know how are, true that is or not. Yeah, those seem that, to happen a lot, don't they? Yeah, that he. Yeah, anybody it. can say anything because they're dead, and there's no way to to like verify it. No, it's unverifiable. Yeah. Deathbed isn't like before they die, right? Before they die, like that, last, that he, last that they. There's a bunch he, of people that 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 people have said things about, and there's no way to figure it out. Go ahead. What, what are you going to oh, say? Oh, he basically it? just uh, recanted, recanted <laughs> on mm. on evolution entirely. It's propaganda. More than likely, could have been propaganda. Could have been fear of like, oh shit, this is actually happening, and the um, they're like, wait a minute, what? what but if it makes sense because okay, so I'm in a picture. I, I picture myself as an atheist. Somebody tells me I have five minutes to live. Five minutes, they're gonna blow my brains out. I'm just sitting there. Okay, there's no God. I'm gonna die. Nothing's gonna happen to me. I'm just gonna vanish into the earth. My existence was meaningless. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just. What's the point of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a way to word this. Why wouldn't someone, why wouldn't an atheist on their deathbed believe in There's a God? There's a, you know, in some sort of God, because, I mean, you're just going to, if the Bible's true, yeah. say for instance, the, the Bible's 100% true, anyone that isn't a Christian is going to burn in hell for eternity. Why would you want to gamble that on your deathbed? You have nothing to lose. You're an atheist. There's literally nothing to lose because you're going to just vanish into the into the wind, anyways. This is the yeah. Pascal's wager. This there's, there's I, I don't. This is just me yeah. telling you this. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. Anything I'm giving about you that more right information now. about this. The whole idea yeah. of might as well. The, there's nothing lost if you believe in it, because if there is no God, then you you lost exactly. out. If there's not a God, if there is a God. You 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 win out. I find that answer kind of disingenuous, though, because you're only thinking of it through the Christian lens. What if Christian's not the right one? What Do you if accept it's them all? Islam? It would, what if it's Catholicism? What what if it's any? When the Mormons were right, maybe. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why not pick one that you find might be the one? Because you have nothing to lose, anyways. You know, on your deathbed, you have five minutes to live. There's no higher power and atheism that's going to say okay you go to the atheist hell for all eternity because you recanted on atheism you have nothing to lose whatsoever other than your own personal reputation like darwin because it doesn't you know? mean anything to me yeah but i because mean when we die that's the end of the life that we have now 
So we only get this one life that we have up until we die. And we have to live this life to make the most out of it. Mm -hmm. I, I feel pretending to follow a Christian religion just for the off chance that it might be right. Very wasteful that yeah, okay. you could be doing so much more fulfilling things in my own life that could follow the, the, the path that knowing that, that this is the only thing I got. Yeah. Make so the most of it while I'm here. That's but what I'm saying is you have five minutes left to live five minutes. You've already done everything you wanted to do. And you're on your deathbed. Yeah. Say that you've done everything. You've fulfilled everything you want, ever wanted to do. You've accomplished all of your goals. You've lived your entire life as an atheist. Yeah. You've done still don't everything. find the Christian arguments compelling. I well, understand that. But if you have, if it, if there is even a 0.0000001% chance that you could burn in hell for eternity, to me, that's more than enough to, because nobody knows yeah, what fear happens. Fear is a powerful die. motivator. It but is. I don't, it is. I don't fear hell. Hell, the if concept, in it. I don't believe in it. I also know that it's a fairly recent version of it. Most of what we know about hell and what we think about hell, the burning forever, is from Dante's Inferno, not from mm. biblical text. Okay, there's so, some pretty fucking scary shit in Revelation, though. So I mean, yeah, that's well, okay. So what do you? Which believe? is some guy's drugged fever dream. <laughs> so you mentioned, you know, you 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 feel like we have this one life, got to live it to the fullest. Um, for what? What's the point? Why do you have to live the life to the fullest? That just seems oh, like I'm the sorry. right thing to do. Let me okay. ask you: What do you think happens at, at when you die? Nothing. So nothing. So you will cease to exist, and you're conscious. Like not, you don't think maybe you'll restart as someone else, but you'll never know that you were Dan in one life. The funny reincarnation. So just could nothing. be, but as far as as far as I know, evidence says when we die, we die. That's the end. Okay, but so there is no let me ask you. That. Let me ask nobody you. Has yeah, nobody. Has, yeah. Again, beyond the veil of what we know. Yeah. Let me ask you then, I'll tell her. If if you think death is the end, are you assuming the story was all about you? Story, life. It was all my, about you. My my uh, my experiences, my uh, my consciousness was following my 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 path. So my my story is about me, mm -hmm. but we live in a world full of everybody else's. So if it's all about own, you of my own phenomenal experience, because there's no way for me to prove that you're experiencing the same thing that I'm experiencing. So if it's all about you, why bother to be empathetic? Why worry about other people? It's all about you. Because I'm selfish? still human. I still have emotions. I still have, um, uh, I still have to live in this world with you and share in this world. And we have responses to the things that we know that there are other people out there that we should treat them good because I wouldn't want to be treated that way. I would want to have the best chance I have. I want to make the world better for everyone rather than the most uh, most good for the most people kind of idea. It's not quite utilitarianism kind of idea, but that has a lot of very good points of trying to make the best life for everyone. Being selfish and making the best life for just me at the cost of everyone else seems really shitty. Hmm. So what what would be the point of having a good world for everyone if it's it's not continuing? It's not continuing. There's because, no point. Because you die. We're, he, we're here now, so why not make while we're here good? 
Okay, then then my follow up question after I'll go to you, Tyler. But uh, um, first my follow up question would be then, what if if you have that one life, you want to live it to the fullest? What again? What is the point? To so, live, to be alive, to, to is it someone? There doesn't like, need to be a overarching point. There's true, no, it doesn't need to be, but you don't, so you don't think there is one big overarching point to to no. existing. No, or as a race, as, uh, as a whole, overall, not necessarily that we are we're just people and we are living what we have we're we're here and there's yeah i agree with that there's there, i like that uh, uh i mean there's there's a many different ways you can live but i i like i like to think that yeah uh what was that quote we're all just uh, space monkeys floating uh or we're all just monkeys floating on oh, a, it's big, a Joe Rogan quote yeah, yeah we're all just monkeys floating on a big rock in space and going or like millions of miles per hour or something like yeah, that when we died well just have fun while you live in the die. scope of the universe yeah we are very insignificant so the i just can't the, the one thing that i can't wrap my head around is not being that important no not that no not that at all the one thing i cannot wrap my head around is the like the deathbed thing lying on your deathbed in the pascal's wager well, yeah, that's you're cool. telling me there's not one shred of fear whatsoever that you could spend an et- a literal I'm, eternity. I've spent the last 10 years trying to get past that, probably. Mm. Yeah, I know that. Like 15 I mean, years. So like knowing that that doesn't make any goddamn sense. I know, but they're on your deathbed. Okay, that's right mm. now. We we have a long life to live yeah. still. We're basically no, 30 this is, years these old. Are, these are questions I struggled with in these years coming out of the faith yeah. that, I, that I did and it's something that I feel I've overcome that I do not fear hell. It does not make sense. It is, I think a, a remnant of our brain wanting to make a pattern, wanting to make things meaningful and hell is a great fear motivator for, for everybody to, to push with. Because mm-hmm. mo- there are many religions that don't have hell, like uh, Jehovah's Witnesses another variety of of christian faith that don't believe in hell yeah but i Uh, mean mormons don't believe in hell it's easy to say that right now when you potentially have another 70 years ahead of you you know i don't feel my views will change i just i that is some serious fucking confidence right there though i mean for me i see i mean if my if something comes out and atheism okay is 100 percent correct everyone agrees with it and bibles are thrown into the trash one day you know that's at that point even then it's like i think even on the scope of things how anyone christian hell is such a small segment of all the people who've lived on the planet the the christian though they are very predominant here in the united states and have been in fairly predominant uh force since like zero bc ish Mm -hmm. That's still only a fraction of all humanity. So the rest of the way that hell works in modern Christianity is just bafflingly weird in comparison to all those people who died before Jesus was born, all the people think all the people who live in the island in like near Papua New Guinea that have never had an exposure to modern society. Mm-hmm how how does hell apply to them there there are such logical inconsistencies in how hell is applied that i have no fear of it 
a lot of those those sects of uh, villages, whatever, like Papua New Guinea and everything, even they have something in their mind that tells them they have their own religions, basically. You know, Some, they come yeah. up with their own thing. Not cave all cave paintings and shit. You know, like not all of them believe in hell, mm-hmm. but they have an inclination in their spirit, whatever you want to call it, that something created them or someone created them. You know, I don't know if any of if there yeah, is such cre- a thing as creation a, myths have been a thing for as long as humans have been around. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you think that is, Dan? Why, if the, if you don't believe in a creator or any religion, why does almost every society ever since the beginning of time have some form of religion or creator? Where humans, does that come from? As a nature, it's an evolutionary thing. There's a, I don't have the quote with me right now. That's a very apt quote for this. For our humans are very good at a couple of things. We are very, very good at patterns. And we like patterns. Our brains are designed to find patterns. It just doesn't stop when we're looking at puzzles or at problem solving. It also works on a very low level of finding patterns in the world. We create things. Therefore, we think the pattern is something must create us. Mm-hmm. That is something that is just deeper in in our evolutionary line that we just haven't. We're, we're now getting through education through science through discovery we're finding out more too Mm -hmm. so that all those creation myths besides the christian one Mm -hmm. there you you disregard them easily you you don't think that zeus is up there you don't think that ra is the god out there and you just you dismiss them very easily Mm -hmm. but you don't dismiss the christian one the one you grew up with Mm -hmm. the one that was ingrained indoctrinated bred into you from the time you're very very little you want to talk on that tyler what what makes you so confident that christianity is one and is that will you think on your deathbed maybe um, you're wrong because oh, that seems like a pretty big gamble as well as it just does, it as is big, big as not believing anything is there's countless religions mm-hmm. what so, makes you confident you you have the right one so the reason i said that with atheism it's pretty much the biggest gamble on your deathbed because you're not taking you chance have zero, on any of those ex, you have you're not taking zero, a bet. nothing to lose whatsoever. You, there's no God, uh, there's no atheist higher power that's going to condemn you any, to anything in the afterlife because there is no afterlife. So it just so, makes you focused more on this one because it's what we got. Exactly. So I would say, I can't pull up specific facts here, but with the Christian faith, there was plenty of non-biblical scripts written around the time of jesus that confirm the bible there's hundreds if not thousands of them no i can't pull them up. they're they're really not there there is 100 percent the uh, like you got like dead sea scrolls which are semi-contemporary but they don't really prove anything they're sort of i'm not talking to, about like religious scripts what's yeah. not necessarily i'm talking You're about more like historical I'm historical guessing. uh documents and evidence that, that proves Jesus was there at the time doing certain things. Not there, there are a lot less of them than you really think. A lot of them have been either debunked or just found not to be. Like, there's no evidence of Pontius Pilate or the comet or the stars, the things of, of people who are really good at taking things down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these things that the Christian groups say, yeah, we have all this evidence, and there's really just not that much evidence. Mm-hmm. So, 
I would say when you ask me like why we discredit other ones easily, <laughs> I wouldn't say me personally discrediting them. I don't discredit them easily. It's more so the fact, like I said, I'm a like staunch creationist. Mm -hmm. That's what I stand for. Like I'm God would like a word with you. So your <laughs> your intelligent design, maybe even more deist with yeah, a Christian yeah, but I meaning. Mean, what is deist? I what does that just mean? Believe just believe in a God. In a God. Yeah. Not oh, necessarily a, a, deity, a flavor a of God, but that there is a higher okay. power. Yeah. That's so I would, that's typical deist. That's I'm like hard on that for sure. Yeah. When it comes to which outlet I choose, I, Christianity, yes, it's because I've familiar. grown up with that. Well, I grew up with Catholicism, but Catholicism is just, it's to me, I mean, there's plenty of good Catholics out there, plenty and plenty and plenty of them. It's just, there's too, many, too much weird shit going on in that church. The fucking Pope sitting on his golden throne, you know, fucking, yeah. they... That's Freaking weird as fuck. All, all the you know all I, that child to rape. Me, all that, popes have been yeah. creepy as fuck to me. I don't know yeah, why. That to me is the Catholics also have the transubstantiation, which is mind-bogglingly weird. Do you know what transubstantiation I've is? I've heard that, and I I kind of know what that is. What is yeah. That's communion. So yeah. part of what makes Catholics different than normal Christians is one of these fundamental underlying things. That is transubstantiation. When you take communion, you take in the literal body and blood of Christ. Mm -hmm. So when you take it, it turns into his body. Mm -hmm. Whereas mm -hmm. in like modern American, most modern American church, Christians. contemporary church, it's a symbol of his body. In Christ. Yeah. But transubstantiation is an old magic spell, basically, that says when you put this in your mouth, it becomes the body of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. So with Catholicism, that's where I find too many flaws. There's too many fucking rules. There's too many like the the old things where you used to be able to just pay money to the church to get and your they sins, sins forgiven. absolved. Yeah, yeah. that there's there's so much. It's seemingly Corruption, very man. corrupt in the Catholic Church, and I'm sure there's stuff going on in the Christian Church that I don't know about too. But for me, the Christian faith seems like the most legit. I mean, there's a lot of weird fucking bunk ass religions out there that just. <laughs> Oh, wait, okay. Like so the Indians used to believe that the earth was on the back of a camel or, or not a camel, turtles a, a all turtle. The way down. It's just, there's That's some out there that are just straight up disproven at this point. And I, I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that. Okay. So you were, you were born and raised Christian, last little young American Christian boy, right? Catholic, but yeah. Oh, really? What? I thought it was mostly Christian. You started going well, to the church. Only right the like yeah. Christians really fight between whether or not Christians are Catholic and Catholic or Catholics. Whereas okay. anybody else out looking, do you, they look at them as the same categorize thing. the same. Hey, you follow Jesus. It's like an old person I mean, looking at a punk and a metalhead. I guess you they're probably, the same to them. I guess you won't have a definite answer for this. You, I mean, maybe you can't have a definite answer for this. But if you were born and raised into a Buddhist family, would you feel the same way about Christianity and oh? That, I, that is an answer I can't give you because, okay. like I said, upbringing right. is everything. Maybe right. my okay. whole outlook on life and everything would be completely different. So, so when you ask Dan or when you tell Dan, I can't believe you're so confident you don't believe in a hell on no, your deathbed. I, it, it's not even that. Not even believe. Maybe he doesn't believe it on his deathbed, but if there's any chance at all mm -hmm. that it's right, but you, I wouldn't want to be. That's not a gamble I would Right, so you still have a little fear of God in you, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so... Don't you think maybe hell, heaven and hell, was created as a tool of manipulation? Oh, 100, I, 
well, to like keep we people earlier to keep people good so they go to heaven if you're bad or you go to hell yeah i think dan hit it on the head earlier he said uh, not created for that but absolutely used for that yeah the they're the i'm trying to remember the the fun quote that i had it was uh there are three hunters on the serengeti and the early early man just barely evolved into what we now call modern man mm-hmm. using our little spears we're not hunting on the on the plains in serengeti and uh he's standing in the tall grass and the first guy hears thinks thinks he hears something and goes back and heads back to the village there was a tiger in the grass it was going to kill him but he noticed it and it was able to notice the patterns and the waving of the grass and okay there's that heard something on the wind saying yeah i should probably go back and hide second one the same uh, same position hunting on the same hears something on the wind and thinks oh yeah i should go back heads back there was no tiger but he's still safe he's still back in the village he wasn't eaten so you got two people back in the village to have kids to procreate the third guy was out there, heard something in the wind. Ah, that's nothing. And then was eaten by that, that, that same tiger. So those people have kids down and down hundreds of times down the line. Their kids have kids. They, these traits of being able to match these patterns of voices on the wind or things that they notice happen to become a d- dominant trait of those who survive and those who are better hunters and those who are fearful and survive you say it's written into their genetics pretty much. Our, our genetics have these two predetermined kind of patterns because of this was a better survival mechanic people began to notice hey these things happen so they began to say this voice in the wind told me to do this mm-hmm. so that part of the brain still clicks and says yeah maybe we should listen to this because a voice in the wind or the voice in the clouds or uh, something. And somebody began to take that idea and use it to manipulate people. Thus beginning the beginning ideas of what religion is. Okay. So, so going back to your, the, the fear of hell on your deathbed. So like you said, it's used for uh, that story you, you just taught, you know, a lifelong of, of fearing hell. So you got to live life the right way. Now, is it, wouldn't that be cheating if you're living your life the way you want, however you want, and then on your deathbed, oh, I, 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 I accept Christ. You repent. I accept Christ. It's well, not again, cheating according to the Bible. It depends. But. Also, depends on the flavor of Christian that you're thinking in this. Some of them, it's all this. You just got to make sure that you accept Christ. You could have, you could be Hitler, and accept Christ on your deathbed and still get into heaven. Mm-hmm. Or you could the. the there are some versions of it, like the Seventh-day Adventist or whatever, they really believe in living a good life and being things like that. So there are not all of it would work that way as the last deathbed confession of getting into heaven just because you could. But again, that really depends on the, the flavor of Christian. Hmm. So knowing that hell could be used for man- manipulation, you still have that fear. I don't think anyone can have the confidence that there is no hell with 100% certainty that nobody knows what happens when we die nobody because everyone that's died is dead so yeah. there's just to say that with a hundred percent confidence that it could also be candy corn and roses could be yeah. reincarnation it could be reincarnation could be it could be anything then a next a new a new you die here you go to the next plane of existence and then you do as, another thing there as the light closes you see 
maybe okay. You you've heard those stories around their deathbed. And you see, I saw the light. Jesus is real. The maybe it was their spirit going into like <laughs> going to another baby that was about to be born, and they see the hospital lights. <laughs> and, then, and then at the last minute when they came back alive some so at least they know they're be born in, into a, 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 a you never country, know. W- country with lights <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it sounds crazy but you never know could be true don't you believe in andrew reincarnation um i'm still on the side of who knows what happens i'm open to anything i don't i don't i, I mean i'm confident that heaven and hell don't it's exist a comforting story only because where did he- where did the concept of heaven and hell come from the bible where did the bible come from who wrote it not not a quite man. hades is predates the bible that's where did hades a- come from the greek and roman mythologies and where did probably some from- probably did- other things before that where did greek and roman mythology come from people yeah people okay so how do these people know somebody somebody made it up. They, somebody had, made it they up. had creative minds they can't all stories passed down generations, centuries and centuries and centuries. So, reincarnation, we don't know for sure. Maybe born into just a new, yeah, uh, another little baby. Who knows? Another baby, or just another plane of existence, another subset of universes. Who knows? Could be. Do you, I mean, there's been the anomaly of intelligent animals, like hey, that or pigs are really intelligent. But there's just been like, oh, that's a really smart bear. What the hell? It looks like a walking upright on his two feet, like a human. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds it sounds ridiculous, but doesn't sound doesn't everything else sound ridiculous? That sounds ridiculous. Nothing happens. Well, animals are pretty smart. Yeah, they have right, brains. but there's there's the smarter than average animal sometimes, like in that family of bears. So you think those or, are just people who retained more of their memories in reincarnation? Could be, but they're they're limited to their I, abilities as a bear. I think that's yeah. just a a matter of seeing it. I'm sure. All bears can do a lot of what you're saying. It's just that people aren't witnessing the other bears do that. You know what I mean? If you see a bear do something, you're like, wow, again, that, again, looks, that looks intelligent. Well, I'm sure you just didn't see the other bears do it. No, onto, uh, onto unhuman like objects. Where, uh, there's a word for that. I can't think of it right now. So, Dan, do you believe in a spirit or a soul of no. any form? No, not really. Not at all. I'm, I'm, I, 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 the more I've thought about this, the more I have thought about this, the more I realize that likely everything has a like physical component. Everything, the only one that really comes into a, a real problem is consciousness. And we really just don't understand the mind-body problem of what consciousness is, why consciousness is, the way it works. And that's a, probably is, the consciousness is probably the closest to get to the idea or concept of soul is consciousness. Do I believe it goes on after I die or all this other fun stuff that's usually associated with soul and whatnot? No. Where, what do you believe about the consciousness? What is that? Where does it come from? We don't know. That's, it's a huge uh, school of, of study in philosophy and in, in science that the mind-body problem is one of the hard problems that we're the general science community is working on and looking into. With, with all this, like everyone asking, do you believe this? What do you believe that? Just because we believe a certain thing, this goes for both sides. Yeah. Just because we believe a certain thing doesn't mean that it's no. right. So I could tell you, I don't believe the sun exists. Walk outside right now and see the sunlight. I could tell you that I don't believe wind exists. Walk outside right now and see the trees blowing in the wind. The so just because you doesn't, don't believe something or just because you do believe something doesn't mean it is the way you believe it or don't believe it. So... Yeah, there could be um, 
down the road we get some better instruments for measuring different things and we could eventually see some sort of aura soul spirit that down the road if we have more tools to observe things we may find something that mixes with that or uncovers that mystery but as it stands now i'm a naturalist materialist of kind of like the same kind of things that everything has a cause or a root in the natural physical world Hmm. what's the conclusion boys nobody knows (laughs) we need more evidence yeah you need more wait we need more evidence or we were created set in stone god created us uh at, with what we have available to us today, I'm going with the side of God because to me, in my worldview and my outlook on life, this everything is evidence all around us. The fact that we're able to sit here and talk and breathe and look at each other and do any of this is evidence of a creator. That's my outlook. And unless something else comes around, that's kind of what I'm saying. If it to. helps you live a more fulfilling life? Yeah, all the more power I mean, to you. Everyone that has makes their... your life better than that. I think that's a great thing. Yeah, I mean, everyone the, the the climate in today's culture is kind of fuck you if you don't believe what I believe in. But here we are, two people having a or four people. But I mean, two Dan and I two very been, disparate yeah. uh, views having a civilized conversation. Civilized conversation. We're friends. We're not. It's not like you don't have to. You don't have to stay, have the same outlook or beliefs as somebody to be their friend. Like, just don't be a yeah, dick. For me personally, I thought um, Obama's policies were a lot of them were fucking bullshit. I didn't agree with a lot we of. We don't talk politics stuff. here. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it but <laughs> but it doesn't mean he seems he's like he's an amazing speaker. I would love to sit down and have a beer with the guy. You know, it doesn't mean you can't. So uh, be a friend with somebody. Obviously, you, know? you guys disagree, but you get along. Yeah, clearly. Um, yeah, you think Dan's an all right guy? Yeah, I think he's a. <laughs> no, of course. Yeah, is he going to burn in hell? Yes, for all for eternity. All eternity. <laughs> I don't know. The question, but I mean, according to what I believe, yeah. But uh, but I if mean, he's a decent person, why am I being punished? Why for eternity? Mm. The concept of eternity being punished for that just seems so baffling the so, concept of eternity what burning in hell for all of eternity for what it you does did seem on baffling. This the opposite earth. goes to the concept of there being anything for eternity yeah is baffling the fact that i've been on this earth for almost 30 years now and i look back to when i was like five i'm like holy fuck that seems like that seems like an eternity to me 25 years that seems like a fucking eternity just a quarter century on yeah, the time and, scale of the universe yeah and uh to think that anything is going to happen to us eternally whether it's eternal heaven or to eternal hell or eternal fucking purgatory that seems mind-boggling it's not something that it, i think we yeah. can understand or will ever understand the nothingness for eternity that doesn't make sense to my for me my brain, that makes know? more sense than being punished for actions on this in this life than just being dead or just not existing anymore not existing seems normal in from what we know about normal life of when a building breaks down it's not a building anymore Mm -hmm. things like that the the way that the the, that pattern matches up means that we live and then we die yeah 
just like the other animals. Just we're able to interact and build and talk about our phenomenal conscious more so than a dog or a cat. But I don't think a dog or a cat is going to go to hell or heaven. Mm, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Maybe certain ones. <laughs> well, it's uh, good to agree to disagree. I'm glad uh, we've almost not solved this amicably. <laughs> Nor will it be. But solved. let it be known, this is an, yet another uh, ex or episode of Dan here debating like lesbians. <laughs> two polarizing opinions come together and no, no uh, name calling, no uh, fist slinging or anything. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Um, this has been another beautiful. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate Happy you having. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up for Dan, people. Yeah. My theme song. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been another beautiful episode of Bro Duder Tyler. Please, Lord Almighty, please take it away. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, share it out to your friends and family. Give us a like. Give us a comment on YouTube for anyone that's watching us on Instagram live right now. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we're available on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Leave a comment. Let us know what you shit. think about uh, whether you're on the creation side or the atheist. Where do side. you stand? Let us know. Yeah, give us some questions on Instagram Live. Did we get any uh, comments or? We got questions? some comments. Nice. I didn't want to interrupt the debate though this yeah, time. Yeah. So. All right, all right. With that said, we will see you guys in the next episode.